0: You put your left foot in, you take your left foot out, and you shake it all about. That's often our little dance with a little sin, a little evil. As long as the right foot is solidly placed on something spiritual, the rest of our body often roams like an unchained beast, believing a little diversion is okay, as most of our bodies are kept on the path. But there is no little sin. It was only a little bite that dropped us all from truth.
1: Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Sabbath School U.
0: Good day. My name is Janelle Phillip, and it is awesome to be here at Sabbath School U. I have some wonderful guests here today. So I want each of you to introduce yourselves and tell me what is something that you've heard that has stuck with you through your life.
2: Well, my name is Krista Hunt, and I would say one of the things that has stuck with me the most um, is that God's love for me is something that no other person can give me, and it's something that will never be taken from me.
0: Awesome.
1: Awesome.
2: My name is Abby
1: McPherson, and one thing that stuck with me is during my career path, somebody told me, you have to have a job, a career, and a hustle. (laughs) All right.
0: And a hustle. All right.
3: (laughs) Hi, I am Natalie Monkow. and something that stuck with me throughout my life is my mom. She has always told me, do not say anything that you do not want to hear back. Mm. So I always keep that in mind when I'm talking to
0: people. I should too. She should have told me that <laughs> as well. <laughs> thank you, Natalie. Can you read the text for us today, and can you offer us prayer?
3: Sure. So I will start with prayer, and then go through the text.
0: That sounds fine.
3: All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to read and understand Your Word. Please help us to honor you in our discussion. In your name I pray, amen. 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 All right, so our main text for today is Proverbs 4, 26 and 27. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil.
0: Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So this week we're talking about from ears to feet. I guess thinking about, I'm thinking from here, now what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to get into that. <laughs> so, this week's lesson talks about the act of hearing marks the first step in education. The act of hearing marks the first step in education. What does hearing mean in this context?
2: I think, I think in this context, hearing is talking a lot about understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding something, and that's, people can hear things all the time you you know I'm a teacher so I tell my students things all all the time and just because I say it to them does not mean they really heard and understood Mm -hmm. what I was telling them to do so I've noticed there's a big difference between hearing something and understanding something
3: Hmm. but I also think you have to want to know it you know once Mm -hmm. you hear it you have to want to understand or rather you have to you have to have that desire to okay now that I've heard it what does it mean for me
1: Mm -hmm. I think also with Includes experiences, um, so when you hear something and somebody's telling you to do something or to not do something, it's probably from one of their experiences. And the reason why I say experience is well because you have people who are hard of hearing or even deaf. So being communicated to you should or you shouldn't do that or being educated in different avenues of life that help you make better choices.
0: Hmm. In that context, where does wisdom come from? Experience, experience. <laughs> trial so you're and error. saying wisdom comes from experience.
1: I believe w- certain wisdom comes from experience, okay. and other wisdom can be, you know, of course, prayed for, and um, and asked for, and, and 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 listened to by by hearing other people's wisdom. But a lot of it also comes from personal experience mm-hmm. and trial and error in my.
2: Mm. One thing one one quote that my, my sister has shared with me often is she says, you know smart people learn from their own mistakes mm-hmm. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others Absolutely. Mm. And I, I feel like a lot of things in Proverbs is we have this opportunity to learn from this wisdom from someone else mm-hmm. And if I can avoid my own mistakes <laughs> and learn from someone else's I am all for it I, know that. So. I love that wisdom comes from learning from the
0: mistakes of others. Mm-hmm. I think in that context, it makes a lot of sense, because what we know is that somebody wrote this, mm-hmm. several people wrote Proverbs, Absolutely. correct, mm-hmm. and passed on some information to us. Like you said, if we would eat it, if we would, exper- if we would read it, take it in, not just hear, mm-hmm. but digest it, and really sink it into our hearts, we don't have to do the same things. Absolutely. I remember my mother saying one time when we were younger, um, I'm telling you that the stove is hot. (laughs) Do you have to touch it (laughs) to know that it's hot? If I told you the stove is hot, are you gonna believe enough that it's hot? So do we always have to put our hands on the stove and get burned before we experience that that it's hot, or can we just understand and know that it's hot? Thank you for that. I
1: think that's that's some people. Some people Mm -hmm. have to touch that fire.
0: Mm. Um, My sister, love her, (laughs)
1: love her, love her, love her. But she's like, no, stove is not hot, ouch. Oh, just but some, yeah, some some people honestly have to. I'm is it textile? I believe I'm textile. Sometimes I have to do and see, and I can't just watch all the time. Mm-hmm. So, in the same experience, experience, some people have to touch and experience and manipulate in order to learn and process. Is that something we can grow out of?
2: I hope so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know mean, we develop habits pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you want to grow out of it, I definitely think there's. Uh, definitely, I definitely think that there's a way to do so, you know. But you have to want that. You have to. You have to know yourself too. Yeah. You ha- how do I learn? How do I experience wisdom or gain wisdom? Do I gain it from just watching someone? Do I have to try it all the time? And honestly, you don't have to try it. Like like you guys talked about, you don't have to try something all the time to gain wisdom. Obviously, you can you can see it too.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think looking at God's word, like He gave us this whole Bible to show us ways that we could live that would give us lives that avoided a lot of the, the heartache and the, the problems that trying things out um, and doing it our way would cause. And so I think his goal or a goal for he has for our lives, you know, the Ten Commandments, like giving us ideas of ways to love him better and love other people better and to avoid just a lot of the things that could happen when mm-hmm. we don't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree, and I'm thankful for it. Sometimes it gets a little confusing but if we work at it i think we can understand more and i think wisdom is like that something that we can work at mm-hmm. it's not it's not always just innate
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's something that like you said who said it if you pray for it yes. 20, you said it abby <laughs> If you pray for it, if we ask about it, it's something that we can gain. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that it's always, sometimes we look at it and sometimes people may feel, well, if I don't get it, I just don't get it. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to understand it. But we can work at it. It's kind of, it's understanding God's word. And the more Mm -hmm. that we dig, the more that we commune with him, the more that we go after him, I think we can get a whole lot more.
3: That's the thing. Mm -hmm. You don't want to give up. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's easy to do so when you get burned by the stove mm-hmm. <laughs> and you didn't mean to. I mean, they told you, but you didn't anyway. and like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, don't give up. God yeah. loves you. He wants you to learn. He wants us to be better. And that's a part of wisdom. The journey might be long, but it's something you continually gain over time.
1: And Natalie said something important, understanding yourself and your learning style. So that's something that I'm kind of just now understanding, even working mm. with children myself, their learning style, the fact that some people need to see, some people need to hear, some people need to do it. So I can say, go left, and you're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I say, go left, and you're like, oh, over there. And some people are like, go left, I don't know what you're saying. And they read it, and they say, go left. I get it. I get it now. Some people, you just got to push them in the left. (laughs) Go to the left. Hey, over there. (laughs) So there's a lot of different learning styles to help people. Like when I play with the children at school, I'm a coach at school. Mm-hmm. I have to do a lot of different things. I have to say it out loud. I have to use a gesture, and then I have to give an example mm-hmm. for everybody. I don't always have stuff to write out, but nevertheless, there's audio, visual, and like reading. Mm-hmm. I don't know the proper term for that, but it's like <laughs> words and stuff like that. But understanding yourself so that when you are frustrated, I, I can't get wisdom from the Bible because I don't understand like the words. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't connect. To me. It doesn't mm-hmm. connect to me. Mm-hmm. But if I listen to a story. That's why Jesus was so awesome. Like, He told it in parables. If you give me a book, like, read this book and then tell me what you think. Like, I don't, I don't think anything about it. But if you tell me a story, mm-hmm. then I get it. If I see you doing it, like, that's what ministry is so important to me, too, because you're doing it. You're not just reading about it. You're not just hearing about it. You're participating, so yes. Mm.
0: Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Huh? In today's world, how can there be such moral failure when people are better educated than ever? Mm i see the shaking of the head <laughs> what, what do you think
3: it's, it's just it's heavy because more education does not necessarily mean that you are you know wise mm. you know um... because wisdom takes on many different forms mm-hmm. so you can be academically so you know, eloquent but then when it comes to making good decisions about your personal life, you could be, you know, in a whole other, you know, whole other scenario. So it's just, you have to understand that just because you have so much, you know, um, I would say society has bestowed so much degrees on you, doesn't mean that you're a wise person.
0: Mm. What separates the two then? How, what is the key factor then for wisdom? What? What, what makes that at an elevated level than just having an education.
1: I got five words for you. Mm-hmm. Common sense is not common. <laughs> <laughs> I think that a lot of times that with wisdom and, and common sense, like people, you can be as educated as you want to, but you can have no sense at all. Mm-hmm. So I really believe that it, it all boils down to common sense and kind of like humility as well. Like I can, I have two degrees and doesn't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. I believe that my personal interactions with people mean more than my education. Mm-hmm. But some people, it's their ed- education's at the forefront. I'm a mm-hmm. doctor. Mm-hmm. Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. It's just like nobody, nobody cares that you're. I don't care that you're a doctor. That means <laughs> nothing to me. But it's just like if if you don't have that humility about you, like your wisdom, wisdom's going to come tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to come mm-hmm. hard, and it's, and it's going to take a very long process because you're putting yourself. Above what you need to understand, but it's in the experiences that you have that you get gain that wisdom. But if you already know what you're doing, then you know you're gonna rock. I, I totally agree with you, Abby. And I would also
3: say that um, the de- your desire. What do you want mm-hmm. from gaining wisdom, or what do you want out of life? <laughs> you know, do you want to go to heaven? Uh, you know, going to heaven. A part of that journey is obtaining wisdom, mm-hmm. making wise dis- um, decisions or wise choices. You want to do that. Um, so what's your main goal at the end of the day? That's really, I think another piece to the puzzle.
2: And I would say another mm-hmm. another piece to add to that would be the source of wisdom. you know in, in our mm-hmm. world, we look to educational institutions and mm-hmm. um, you know people who do have these degrees as our source of wisdom, you know doctors science, what we can get from that. Mm-hmm. When I think when what we're talking about is wisdom is wisdom that comes from God and you know yes. in, in, in Ecclesiastes, 114, it talks about how all works done under the sun are meaningless. And I think anything done outside of the wisdom of God is meaningless Mm -hmm. unless it comes, unless it's coming from Him. And so I think that's a huge thing because I'm tempted so often to think, you know, to focus so much on my education Mm -hmm. and that's what's making me smart and that's what, that's what's going to make me truly wise when it's my time I spend with God in the morning Mm -hmm. and it's the time I spend fellowshipping with other believers and being mentored by them that, that really, God will be able to give me the wisdom that's true wisdom Mm -hmm. from Him.
0: I think that is probably the the key and probably one of the biggest separations between just being educated is within that you can have the education but where is the wisdom like you said Krista, without God Mm -hmm. it doesn't exist wisdom is directly tied Mm -hmm. to God Mm -hmm. and so if you're not seeking him if you're not listening to him you can have all the education in the world and still be a fool Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. end of the day Mm -hmm. because if you don't if you're not humble enough like you said Abby if you don't understand that it's not just because you're so smart, but it's because God has given you this ability with your brain to be able to do some of these things, to help his people, to help our common man, to love others, to spread out, to to do more for him. If we're without that, we're really failing. Mm-hmm. And all of these degrees at the end of the day may not make us happy. Because I don't want to get into that yet. But <laughs> Solomon, I mean, we could take a look at Solomon's life mm-hmm. and see the progression. The wisest man in the world wrote one of to me, one of the most <laughs> distressing books <laughs> in history. It's kind of like, well, how did you go from here to there? But if we lose that connection with God and really understand that it all comes from Him, we, could be, we can have so much and yet feel so lost and feel so little. I love that. I love that, love that, love that. Why does there seem to be so much fascination in popular culture that shows behaviors described in the list of seven things that God hates in Proverbs 6, verse 16 to 19. So let's take a look at Proverbs 6, verse 16 to 19. He talks about seven things here that are an abomination to Him. What are some of the things that He talks about?
1: I can read it for us. Sure thing. Uh, 16 to 19. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to Him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that... Devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren.
2: I mean, I know this isn't right, but when I look at this, I just think, oh, like this is what makes like TV and movies entertaining. Like <laughs> yep. This is these are the things that we see when we watch them. You know, you don't watch movies about a really wise person making all the right decisions and then their life just being perfect. And I think, sadly, this is fascinating. Like, mm. to watch people, I don't know, do all these things that mess up their lives, it's not right. Yeah, reality TV <laughs> normally doesn't
0: follow <laughs> the folks who are doing all the good right. things. It, 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 there seems to be a fascination with watching this mess, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you just mm-hmm. read. Yeah. Like you said, Krista, it's, we have this fascination with it. What do you, what do you think about that? What is, has what is drawn us to this stuff?
1: I, don't know. I think that one of the things that draws us to it is that you kind of think that you have a disconnect from doing it, like you want to do it, mm-hmm. but you can't, you can't do it because it's not right for you, but you're just going to watch other people do it. And I think <laughs> that we're participating in the foolishness and condoning it, so therefore... You are doing that same thing, too, even though you're not physically in the act or anything like that. But because it's entering into your mind and into your heart and into your ways, like you'll end up saying phrases and doing things that make absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, according to like popular culture and things like that. So I think that we like to watch other people touch the fire to make sure they say, ha, 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 I knew it was hot. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to touch it, but I'm going to let you touch it. Because I really wanted to touch it, but I just, I'm going to verify it to somebody else. So they just want to be, mm-hmm. they want
0: to, yeah. But what does that do to us? If we watch it, or we indulge in it, or we listen to it, or we play around with it, what does that do to us then? You become numb.
2: Well, and, become numb. And I think it can do one of two things. Like, I know sometimes when I watch reality TV shows, I think, man, my life is so together. Like, I got everything <laughs> going for me. Like, I'm not nearly as messed up as them. So it can create this pride in me. Like, mm. I've really got it together, which, you know, anytime that I think me and my own strength have it together apart from God, I'm setting myself up for, for Satan to wreak havoc in my life. And then I think a second thing it does is, like Abby just said, it desensitizes us. It makes us think, oh, well. It's not as bad. I can, I can meddle around in this. Or you just, you know, you, you hear these words said so often on Tv that you don't have a problem saying them. Or you see this behavior so much. I could see it going either way with that fascination. Yeah.
3: It just—it definitely sets us up to sit in front of the television and judge others, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and think that because we're on our couch, you know, with our blankets, that we're okay. Like you guys have just said. But it also, what's really interesting about it for me is that this lesson starts talking about from ears or from ears to feet, but really it's from the mind, you know. It's—it starts there, and and that's why it's such. It's such a important thing for us to be careful about what we feed ourselves mm-hmm. because that's how we're going to make it. it it's our, definitely our spiritual journey. It definitely starts here.
0: And if we see it enough and we, we, and we think that we are not like them, very quickly and very easily within a couple of days, months, or years, Mm -hmm. depending on what it is, we can become that. Absolutely. That one thing, because what we participate in the most, what we spend the most time in, and what we indulge in the most, eventually becomes part of who we are. Mm -hmm. And like you said, wisdom is, is, directly tied to god and so the more that we do that the more that we are fascinated with these things here you know kind of like watching the violent movies and it's not that big of a deal it's just a horror movie but Mm -hmm. we know it's not real but eventually with the desensitization we may think as we see some of these real life things that happen within the world we just start to say well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, and who knows if that should come and face us one day where we just make the wrong decision Mm -hmm. because we have started to keep ourselves disconnected Mm -hmm. from God, from that wisdom, and from understanding what He wants us to do.
1: I think we also, like, we just dim our lights. That's what I'm just thinking right Mm -hmm. now. Like, as we continue to expose ourselves to different things, we're just turning the light Mm -hmm. down a little bit. I don't want them to see that. I actually know what is right, Lord, so let me just dim it a little bit so I can just zone in but even when you experience those people mm-hmm. you know different mm-hmm. they can't mm-hmm. tell the difference they don't know that there's something about you you know when you and I feel like it's sad when you settle mm-hmm. and you, you dim the light just so I can hang around you so much more because you do things that are risque so mm-hmm. it's just like oh well she condones it so that's fine I'm gonna continue to act right you will never have the opportunity to make a better choice because of what I do not do but I continue to be around you because of what you do mm-hmm. do, and therefore I'm just dim my light until it eventually just goes out mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm stuck in the same boat.
3: Mm-hmm. And you know what else? Um, it's addicting.
1: Mm.
3: You know, <laughs> watching reality TV, you can go for days if you don't have a job, but still,
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean, literally,
3: <laughs> or if you do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can just, it's really addicting and that time mm. that you spend just delving into you know, just not even just watching the shows, but it takes away from the time that you have with really getting to word, which is how you're going to build up your defenses. You know, when it comes to hitting, you know, this out of the park. You know, you mm-hmm. have you want to be able to um, prevent or try to not be so tempted, fall into temptation rather. And the only way to do that is to really try your best to di- dive. I'm sorry, dive deep into the word mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and and really try to build up your defenses.
0: It is addictive. It says, verse 17 talks about a lie in tongue. And what we know is that when you tell a lie, you have to tell another lie oh. to tell another lie mm-hmm. to cover up that first lie, which you forgot, <laughs> but now you're on lie <laughs> number six. <I> <laughs> and so it keeps going. <laughs> yeah. And so that's part of it, is that, that it, it it's continues to pull you in. It continues mm-hmm. to just drag you and pull you and make you go into places that you probably never thought that you would go. Mm-hmm. And you know, you talk about, it says here, hands that shed innocent blood. Well, if you shed innocent blood, the next thing you're gonna probably wanna do is try to hide, which means in some, with the hiding, that means there's a lie coming. You know, I'm just, it, it's just that it all just continues to just weigh you down and pull you down. It's a cycle. What about these seven things here listed that sets them apart from other forms of sin? <laughs> you know, I read that question. <laughs> and I had no idea. No idea. No. You, yeah. I, I'm not... What does other forms
3: of sin mean anyway? I mean, sin, 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 sin right? right? I mean, so as far as I'm concerned, they're,
1: they're all in the same pot. <laughs> I've, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, not to categorize, but I guess the word abomination. Whenever that comes up, (laughs) people like, ooh, I really can't do that. That's a really, really bad one. So I think that is the supposedly Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. setting apart now that they're an abomination. Like, is this a guarantee Mm -hmm. that I will not make it because it's an abomination? Or so yeah, it's 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 kinda hard when you try you can't categorize sin. Sin is sin. If you lie, it's bad. If you murder, it's bad. It's not a good thing. So if whether you're, loud, mm-hmm. you're proud it's bad. proud is bad. Whether it's in a the big sin, abomination, or not sin is sin, you should want to stay away from from all forms of it. Mm. Period.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and maybe one thing about these sins, um, where did they start? What verse? It started in sixteen. Yep. Sixteen. Um I think, you know, the They see, it's intentional, like you know what you're doing in those, not that, um, Hmm. not, I don't know, you know, I always feel uncomfortable about categorizing sins because they're all there, but if, if it's things that you're doing like intentionally, like you know shedding innocent blood is wrong, Hmm. like you know lying is wrong, Hmm. and you have to choose to do those things. I think that just sets you up. You know, anytime you have the knowledge about what you're doing and you're choosing against God, like that is a very dangerous path because you're making it harder and harder for his spirit to reach you. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only thing I could think of. That I'd have apart. to agree.
1: Now, looking back at it, mm-hmm.
2: this, it really is like completely intentional.
1: A proud look, a lying tongue, mm-hmm. hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans. You've planned those plans. Feet that are swift to running to evil. You're going to the foolishness. And a false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among the brethren. Like you are intentionally and purposefully causing this ruckus. And it's I mean, it's just a breed of of selfishness. Like you're doing you're doing it on purpose. So I think it's like, oops, I actually didn't hit you. Not that this is a sin, but it's just like when you're intentional, you know exactly what you're doing and you have no regard for God and what he's done for you, like that's that's kinda Mm -hmm. jacked up.
0: Krista, I thank you for that because I wasn't really clear about that either. But now that you said that, it really, it it is an intentional thing. And it's all about what you want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes we may send thinking about what somebody else and we may have a different intention. And then we may turn back and look back and say, okay, that was wrong. But we may have started out with a good intention. This is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. This is, I I agree with that, that it's saying, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're specifically doing this just to make it about what you want or to get what you want or to do what you want to do. It's really Mm self-serving where that has no connection with wisdom because wisdom is about not serving self, but about hearing and having a connection Mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Um, How can the church always be a community of humility and harmony? Got to
3: put love first. Got to put God first. I mean, because if you rely on your own instincts, I don't see how humility can be involved, you know?
2: Well, I thought our, of the Bible verse 1 Peter 4:11, mm-hmm. and it says, If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, mm-hmm. that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. And I think if we recognize where the glory belongs, you know, God equips each of us with gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the church, you know, he, we're, we're one body and we all have different purposes. But if we're doing these things, mm-hmm. you know, for our own glory or to bring credit to ourselves, then, then there's going to be discord. There's not going to be harmony. But if we recognize like all of this comes from God, it all goes back to God. Our purpose is to bring him glory. We're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. We're all working towards the same goal. You and, summed that
0: up beautifully. <laughs>
2: And th- and I'm I so appreciate glad. you for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you summed that up awesome. Thank you so much to our guest today. I appreciate everything that you put in. This was a great lesson. If you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool the letter U. Org. Remember, the goal of Bible study is information and transformation. It's for the head and for the heart. For Sabbath School U, I'm Janelle Phillip.